a reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent word to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Amos has conspired against you here within Israel. The country cannot endure his, all his words. For this is what Amos had said. Jeroboam shall die by the sword, and Israel shall surely be exiled from its land. To Amos, Amaziah said, Off with you, visionary, flee to the land of Judah. There earn your bread by prophesying, but never again prophesy in Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary and a royal temple. Amos answered Amaziah, I was no prophet, nor have I belonged to a company of prophets. I was a shepherd and a dresser of sycamores. The Lord took me from following the flock and said to me, Go prophesy to my people Israel. Now hear the word of the Lord. You say, Prophesy not against Israel, Preach not against the house of Isaac. Now thus says the Lord, Your wife shall be made a harlot in the city, and your sons and daughters shall fall by the sword. Your land shall be divided by measuring line, and you yourself shall die in an unclean land. Israel shall be exiled far from its land. The word of the Lord. Prophets in Amos's day were a league, an assembly of prophets, and most of them were terrible. They were bad prophets, and they were money grubbers. They were doing this to, to, uh, just to get money. You can think of the tarot card readers in the French Quarter. That's sort of what you imagine when you think of most of the prophets. And so uh, when Amos was saying all of these things that disturbed the king so much, he says to Amos through his messenger, he says, Get out. We don't want to hear you anymore. You're one of these prophets. You're just trying to get money, uh, and we don't want to hear all your bad news anymore. And Amos says this. He says, actually, I'm not a prophet at all. I'm not a professional prophet. I don't belong to the assembly. I'm actually a farmer, and I'm a dresser of sycamores. Now, what was a dresser of sycamores? The, the Mediterranean sycamore is very different than the American sycamore. The Mediterranean sycamore is more like a fig tree, and it, it produces this fruit that doesn't taste good, that's edible, but it doesn't taste good. And you had to hire a sycamore dresser to puncture the fruit while it was still on the plant, still attached to the plant. And only then, when harvest time came, would the fruit be edible and they'd be able to eat it. So Amos, as a matter of fact, is an extremely impoverished migrant farm worker. He's not a prophet at all. It's just that the Lord asked him to do to Israel what he did to the sycamore fruits, to puncture them with a hole, to, to poke holes in, in the government of Israel and the thinking of Israel, the, the, the bad worship of Israel, so that they can bear fruit, so that they can bear fruit. Now, there's much that we can learn from this. One is that, is that uh, perhaps uh, you who are, are not professional prophets, not uh, professional religious people, 
sometimes God may be calling you to do this work of prophecy, which is to, to, to speak a hard truth to someone. To speak a hard truth to someone. Maybe even though you're not a professional, maybe precisely because you're not a professional, you're exactly the right one for that job. But there's two caveats to that, two things you want to keep in mind if you feel maybe called to do this prophetic work of the Lord. Number one, your motive must be the same as, as Amos, that you want to poke holes so that the other may bear good fruit. And, and you want to search your soul and make sure that you're not poking holes in the other out of righteous anger or judgmentalism or any other uh, bad motive. You want to have the motive of love. You want to do this so that the other may bear good fruit. That's number one. And number two, you must be willing to be poked yourself. You too must be willing. And maybe the very person that you're poking, God is calling to poke you as well. Uh, and, and so those of us who, uh, who want to be um, confrontational at times uh, and, and say to another, this isn't right, we have to be willing to, to listen to their, their feedback about us as well. All of this is di the difficult part of Christianity. But thank God we have a Savior whose heart is pierced. Thank God we have a Savior who, who, who is the model of the pierced heart. Who, that, that bear, bear, uh, bore good fruit because of that pierced heart. We can turn to that Savior today uh, and, and uh, ask, ask that Savior to give us the grace uh, to be like Amos. I must tell you, <laughs> I shamelessly stole that homily from, from Father John Poltz, who was one of my protégés. He, he said the Mass this morning, and I loved his homily so much, I stole it, word for word. So if you ever see Father John Poltz, tell him, Father Mark told you, stole your homily. And he'll laugh, he'll laugh.